Well, Sam, it's that time of the year again when you're playing in the later part of February. You know you're playing for an opportunity here at either a region title or possibly moving from the region to state. And and your squad's back at it again. I know there's probably a lot of people in Region 1 going, great, Kindred's here yet again in a Region 1 championship, but I know every year's a little bit different, whether you lose girls or bring a good chunk back. Can we just talk about this team from way back in December to where they're at now, uh, Sam, and how has this team grown over the last you know three three months of the season? So much growth, and I chalk it up to all of them. There was a point, you know, after the Langdon game, we lost by one in Jamestown. They were frustrated. Um, we had lack of identity. We didn't quite know our roles. And it, it took us some, some tough games, a tough schedule, and a lot of hard work to get where we're at, and these kids are loving every minute of it. You and you can definitely tell that they're sharing the ball. You know, I go back to because you, I remember Sam talking to you before the kind of the season started. There, you said, "Hey, we're making a schedule that's going to be tough." You know, we're 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 going out here, and hey, if we win all of them, cool. But if we lose one or two down the way, that's fine because it's going to build some character and some strength. And you played the Graftons, you played the Langdons, the Linton HMBs. Heck, you went up to Class A and to and played against a very good Fargo Davies team. So, what did those games? Do you think did for this club this year, Sam? Huge. I mean, I don't think we would be playing the way we are without those really tough games. And we played a lot of those tough games, and it was like eight games in 12 days. It felt like every day we were prepping for somebody new, and it was somebody ranked, and it was somebody receiving votes, and it was a Class A team. Um, We prepared them in January for the state tournament, and it is paying off. And I will never do it any other way. I've had a lot of comments from different people throughout the community, different college coaches saying, not a lot of coaches would do that. you know. It's really great to see you push these kids and see how far they can come, and um, we've we've definitely are peaking at the right time. And that's always the big thing. And and I know doing the the Kindred Davies game, I remember going, Sam, thank you, because this is something you know that you don't always get all the time in the Red River Valley. Two teams from two different classes that can kind of meet, whether it's for an exhibition or for something that means a little bit something more. But it seems like the light bulb after that game, Sam, has really switched. What have you seen? I know we talked about it in December, but what has kind of been the growth here in January now to the month of February since playing Fargo Davies? You know, that Davies game, it was the very first game we felt like we could go into and just compete. It didn't mean anything. It, it was, we were only playing it for bettering ourselves and bettering, you know, Davies agreed to it because they knew it was going to make them better. You know, Tonus said the exact same thing to me right at the beginning of the game. This game's going to make both our kids better. And that is exactly what it's done. It's given us opportunities to learn. It give, it's given us opportunities to figure out where our strengths need to improve. And some weaknesses that we need to we need to focus on, and that was the very first one they played loose and relaxed, and knowing that it wasn't going to matter what it looked like on the win or loss column in our regular season um, game. It just was for us to improve, and that's exactly how they took it. I know I got to ask you a little bit about the rivalry and Central Cast and everything. I know you like to talk about your squad and it's about us. I totally get that from a from a coach and a player point of view. But uh, Sam, there's probably no love loss and there's no secrets. I mean, this is the sixth time you're going to play an opponent in Central Cast in the last three years. You you've met them in the semis. You met them in the championship. Uh, really tight games in the regular season. What is it like being a part of this Central Cast kindred rivalry, Sam? From from your point of view, for us, it's it's definitely got a little bit more hype. It's got a little bit more talk. It's got some vibe in the fans and the crowds and um, it's red versus blue. That's definitely a huge rivalry for us. Um, For me, I've been really, really pushing and you know who I am. It doesn't matter who you play. It doesn't. All it matters is how we can control the game, 
how we respond to the things that we need to improve on, how we can play for each other, and not worrying about who you're playing against. They still have to come out and play the way they, they normally play, and so do we. And the only thing we have control over is us. So as far as environment goes and people showing up and making the game great and environment great, that's 100% you know, what Castleton versus Kindred does. But for us, we're really focusing on ourselves. I know there's probably not a lot going to change over the years. From You can even probably go a year ago when you played him in the Region 1 Championship to maybe a year ago in the regular season to what the game was uh, last month in Kindred. Uh, a lot of faces that are familiar with each other, DeConte, Smith, and Abby Dukesher, O'Reilly, Holzer, Casey Burner, Taryn Johnson, uh, one of the Cotton sisters. I mean, it seems like these girls have been around for quite some time, Sam. So at the end of the day, is this really one of those where, yeah, we know what Jay wants to do, we know what Sam wants to do, Kindred and Central Cast, but let's just put the ball up in the air, see what the opening minutes go, and then we kind of make small adjustments from there. Is that how this game is kind of going to go out uh, on Thursday night? I think so. Um, you know, we talk about personnel, we talk about tendencies, but we really try to focus on us. Um, for me, my my biggest, biggest um, push this year, my biggest hope is to be the best defending team on the floor. If we can make stops, we can we can get, take control of the game. You know, we can, can t- take control of the intensity, the the environment, the momentum. If we can get stops, I think we'll be able to come out on top of this. And that was very evident in your semifinal round win over Northern Cass, and you mentioned about defense. But let's talk about some of the individuals here, Sam, for for your squad. It seems like Charlie McQuillan's getting a little bit more confident. Casey Burner, just her growth, specifically wanting to be you know, the lockdown defender to what you were just saying moments ago, to also her ability. If I'm NDSCS, I'm giving her a scholarship now. I mean, if she's making you know seven <laughs> three-pointers in two games down there, let's go, Casey Burner. But what are some girls, uh, Sam, that you've kind of seen, whether it's been a, a sun round, uh, McQuillan, a burner. What are some girls on this team that just kind of continue to elevate their game as the season's progressed? You know, Casey's a big one for me. She's my spark. Um, she can come in and any night she can get stops like nobody's business and outscore anybody on your floor, on your team. You know, she's my spark that, that can just outplay anybody and she's competitive. Charlie can come in and she can make the best passes. I mean, she is probably our best assist player and she sees the floor so well. And Sunny, we call her Sunny, Dora Sunram. Um, she's she's my hard worker. She's my workhorse. She's my bulldog. She's the one that will get in there and fight for every ball and every rebound. These kids have figured out what they can do and be the best for their team, and they play these roles so, so great. And how do you prepare for them? You don't know who's going to go off and who's going to do what, um, and that's what I think makes it so deadly. I, I would agree with you on that one, and I know we can talk about Abby Dukesher and Taryn Johnson who get a lot of press clippings, but maybe someone, Sam, that doesn't get a lot of press clippings but probably does a lot that your coaching staff and you see between the lines, Tina Fryer. I mean, th- th- this is someone where I know she's hit some big shots for, for your club in a region tournament or even a state tournament. Uh, she's someone who who I know you're going to be, hey, if it's the top of the key three at the end of a shot clock, go shoot it. You got the confidence, you got the green light. <laughs> what can she do for this team, Sam? Because it seems like uh, every squad every year you're going to have one or two players who find their roles those who are going to score a lot those who are going to get the rebounds but it seems like tina fryer might be the ultimate team player sam 100 percent. she wants nothing more than to give her team everything she's got any way she possibly can you know she's my glue she's my my direct line communicator she's the best communicator on the team she has the ability to take over the game or take over the defensive stats you know she is my kid that is the most level-headed, the most even-headed, and has the highest IQ 
and it makes her very, very hard to guard and contain sometimes. And for her to be able to step up in big clutch situations, we all we all know it. Tina's clutch. She's been that way since eighth grade, and she knows it, and she's got the confidence for it. Um, it just depends on the night and what she wants to do and how she's going to play it. And she just takes what they give, and 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 she'll be there celebrating everyone's success as if it's her own, even if she doesn't have a point on the board. All right. because that's the kind of kid she is. And final thing for you, Sam, before I let you go, uh, I've been asked multiple times from from people across the state, how do you guard an Abby Dukesher? What do you have to do with Taryn Johnson? So I'm going right to the, uh, the the source here. I'm going to the coach. If you were going up against an Abby Dukesher, and I know you don't want to give away secrets, but how do you try to contain her, Sam, with her size, her ability to shoot, her ability to to get to the rim, her length when you do play that one three one zone or or on the man defense? What would you do if you were going up against a Abby Dukesher and Taryn Johnson? I, I hope and pray to all the basketball guys that she has a bad night. That's that's what I do. That is what I do 100%. Um, that kid is a rebounding machine this year, a defensive stopper between her and Taryn and rebounding and trying to defend over the two trees in there. I have no idea. If we had to play us, I'd be terrified. I would. I like it. That's truthful. That's honest. That's right to the point. That's why we like talking to Sam Brandt pre-game, post-game, or before we get to the game. Hey, Sam, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for everything this season. Uh, best of luck in the rematch coming up Thursday night down in Wapiton against the Squirrels, okay? Thanks, Chase. Jay Bachman with us here from Central Cass. And uh, Jay, anytime you get to this time of the season and you're playing for an opportunity where you win and you play for a state tournament appearance or you lose and your season comes to an end, it's been a great season regardless. And it just so happens that in the latest poll, the number one and two team are in uh, this region here in Region 1. But before we get to the matchup with Kindred in the championship on Thursday night down in Wapiton, let's talk about your team. Uh, you know, a year ago at this time, uh, you were the team that was chasing Kindred knocked off the winning streak. You went to state, got a top four uh, team that finished at the state tournament and brought a bevy of players back. And a lot of expectations, I think, were put on from, from a little bit of an outside of, hey, you got a, got a DeConte Smith, you got a Delaney Cotton, a Riley Holzer and company all coming back. How have you think they met this expectations and what were the expectations for you and your coaching staff this year, Jay? Um, you know, I think we, honestly, to this point, I think we've exceeded expectations. Um, I mean, we're never, we're never resting. Like we're we're never never. It's not enough, right? We 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 want to win more. We we want to keep getting better every single game, no matter what. Um, the girls have really prided themselves in that. Every day our practice is tough. Every game we play like it's our last game. Um, and and you never know if it will be your last game this year, especially tomorrow, I guess. But um, you know, we've just taken everything that we've done and. And just ran with it, and I think the girls have responded really well. I think we had some success early on that maybe they didn't expect, and outside looking in, people didn't expect. But I, I think the girls just they just took it all and ran with it, and and you know they're still hungry. Like we're we're not resting, we're not settling. Like we're we're still hungry for more, and um, I think it's going to be a a great a great game tomorrow, and um, we're just excited for the opportunity. And the one thing I, I can say about both teams in this Region 1 championship is you played teams. You know, you played the Graftons, you played the Carringtons, you, you've went up against the Litton HMB. How have those games made your particular squad with the Squirrels here, Jay, stronger throughout the season? I think it's just given us confidence, you know, the confidence that we can do it, the confidence that we can play with anybody, um, the mindset that we, we're going to bring our best game no matter what, no matter who we play. Um, and it, and it makes us makes us a stronger team in our depth wise too. You know, uh, 
playing all those teams, you know, you're going to have foul trouble. You're going to have games where someone goes cold and, and, and who's going to step up and fill those shoes. And um, we've done a really good job of that and, and of just taking it, you know, one game at a time. And you take it one game at a time, and we'll get to that game coming up here in the Region 1 Championship in a moment. But let's go over uh, some of your players. And I remember just kind of seeing over the last couple of years, you know, watching your squad day, it seemed like you'd you go 10, 12 deep. Some years, uh, some nights you go 11, some nights it goes 9, depending on. But can we just talk about that depth? And I know talking to a lot of coaches across the state or some uh, folks in the media, they'll go, hey, when I look at a Central Cast box score, it seems like someone new is always leading the floor in terms of scoring points or doing something in between. Can we just talk a little bit about what that is like coaching where on any given night it could be a DeConte Smith, one of the Cottons, a Tory Richter, or someone who we haven't even mentioned here, Jay? It just makes us a, a hard team to play. You know, it makes us, when when you don't know who, who's going to be our leading scorer, when, and obviously we have, you know, we have our girls who, who people have to key on, you know, but uh, it makes us hard to stop it and makes, makes teams have to really prep makes teams can't they can't come in and think we need to shut this girl down right we i mean you can try that but it takes we're a team you know i pride ourselves and the girls pride themselves on we're a team we're better we're a better team because we're unselfish and that's kind of been our big word here lately is we're unselfish you know we're um we're gonna we're gonna distribute the ball we're gonna lead the game and assist you know we're gonna we're gonna outwork the team and Sometimes I got to tell the girls, "Hey, you need to still be aggressive. Like, you need to be more selfish. You, being unselfish is great, but you need to be selfish." Um, and that's a hard thing to do is tell a kid, "Hey, you need to be more aggressive." Um, but it, it's a good problem to have, and uh, we know that that's one of our strengths, and we're just we're going to keep running with it. And now let's kind of get a little bit to the game. I asked them, I've asked you this question multiple times before, whether it's the regular season or if it's in, you know, a Region 1 championship like it's been here the last two years. Kindred, Central Cast, can you just talk about from your perspective as a coach, Jay, what this particular game means, even though there is more on the line, knowing that if the winner goes to state in Minot, you know, next week on Thursday, well, the loser has their season come to an end. Can you just talk about what this rivalry has kind of been built up to? Sixth meeting in the last three years, no stone unturned, obviously. What is this like for you as a coach, Jay? This is what everything that you hope for. You know, it's everything that you, you, you wish for. We knew last year our, our big goal was to get to the region championship, and we knew Kindred was going to be there. You know, we, it was just that was our goal. Um, this year, we knew that was a huge goal again. You know, it's, it's, it's repetitive, but it, you know that's what you're looking for. You know that's what you're striving for. There isn't much of a speech given before a game like this. It's a rivalry. We know everybody that they have. They know everybody that we have. Um, we know what offense they run. We know what defense they run, and they know ours. Like it's, you don't have to give a big hoorah speech. You just, you're the girls are ready to play. If I said, hey, we're going to play in an hour, they'd be ready to go. It's just, it's just a rivalry. It's the region championship. It's adding the one versus two in the state is, is just is just extra. You know, um, outside looking in, that's what people see, and they're excited, and you know. Uh, talking with other people, they're excited, and then we're going to have tons of people watching, tons of people listening, tons of people are going to try to come. Um, it's it's just a great thing. It's what Class B basketball is all about. I mean, Kinder does an amazing job. They're an amazing team. They've made like six or seven region titles in a row. Um, we're at two in a row. We're hoping to get to six or seven, too, but um, we'll take the second one here, and we'll run with it.
It's one of those deals where I think it's you can almost just say, yeah, we, we know each other and here's a scouting report, but let's just see how the game unfolds for 32 minutes and maybe make the adjustments within the game. Is that kind of fair to say on how um, Thursday night might kind of go in the Region 1 title down to Wapiton between these two teams, Jay? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who knows? You know, you, you never know what's going to happen. Um, last year when we played them, I felt like our game plan went perfectly. Um, this year when we played them during the regular season, our game plan got absolutely thrown out the window. Uh, four minutes into the game. So um, you you never know. You just don't know. They're a great team. They have some of the best players in the state on their team. So, I mean, you just you got to be ready to go. You got to adapt, and um, you just got to be ready to roll with the punches. And I, I got to talk to you about your team because I think DeConte Smith might have had the defensive uh, play of the tournament uh, on Tuesday night with that block at the right elbow, and she came up like a volleyball player and spiked it home, Jay. I mean, that's how I described it on the radio, and you could hear kind of like in football that double thud when you get a block punt. Uh, can you just kind of describe some of the plays that we get to see maybe during the game and during the season, but what are some plays from a DeConte Smith, from a Jalen Cotton? What do you get to see on practice? Because I'm guessing that wasn't the first time you saw DeConte, you know, reject the ball and block a basketball like that before. It's amazing how athletic and it's amazing how much of a drive my girls have specifically, you know, DeConte, as you mentioned, and Jalen, I mean, they just, they give it their all every play. Um, seeing those plays. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm, I don't want to say I'm used to them, but in practice, we still do it all the time. There's, there's many times where, either one of those girls will block a ball and it goes into the stands, you know, goes against the wall. Um, and it, it, my favorite part about any of that is, is in a real game when the crowd goes, <gasps> you can, you can hear them gasping, not cheering. You can hear them gasping before <laughs> they know something's going to happen. Um, and that is just, it's unreal. That's just a cool feeling It's for anyone in the gym. It's just, it's an amazing feeling. And, um, they, I mean, you know, some some people say, oh, they make the wow plays or, or they make, you know, they make the, the big plays. Um, and we have so many girls. You know, Riley Holder hits a huge three for us last night. Um, Kaylee McKinnon plays some amazing defense yesterday and causes some steals for us. I mean, we just, we have girls that just make the wow plays. You don't ask them to. You don't, you just, they just do it. Um, and it's, it's just, it's awesome. Uh, Jalen had a block last night that, there's no reason she should have blocked it, but she got her hand there, and it, it was it was just awesome. So it's just fun to see. It's fun for people to watch. It's 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 just a great atmosphere, and it's it's honestly it's it's fun to it's fun for fans. You know, they they come because they want to they want to show, and I mean, Austin Kindred, it'll it'll be a show. No doubt about that. And final thing for you, Jay, before we let you go, can we just talk about the maturation of your team? Because, again, I looked down at the roster when the season started and kind of knew it once we, we got done at the Betty last year when you when you played in that third-place game for the final time. And, you know, there, there's been such this core group that, that you have, a 20-6 and six season a year ago. You just have a one-loss entering play for the Region 1 title uh, coming up against Kindred on Thursday night. Can you just talk about how this team has kind of just grown from even a year and a half half here to where they are you know this time in February to maybe even where they were you know last year of 2000 and I guess 19 in December how this team's kind of game together and got to at least bare minimum back-to-back region championship games Jay I think they've just matured and they've just developed such a such a camaraderie together you know these girls have lived their whole lives together you know um they've played together since they were in third grade 
Um, and, and, and it's crazy that they're still learning things about each other. You know, they're still growing. They're still, there's times when they throw passes and I'm yelling, don't, and there's a girl right there. Like, it's like they have ESP, like it's in, it's incredible. Um, and, and they just, they're developing their, their skills. They're, they're developing their plays. Like our, like when we start a season, so like last year we have three, four plays, no total. Um, we, I mean, we have a book of plays now because they just, they've, they've developed it and we just keep adding and we can just keep adding. And, and it's just like a, they're just adapting so well to all situations. And it, it's, it's really fun. It's, it's really fun to coach them. It's really fun to see. Um, our practices are absolutely incredibly hard and the girls never complain. They just do it. They respond and they just go, they just go at it. Um, we have 22 girls on our team this year and each one of them just gave it their all every practice. And, it's just so fun to see. And, and, and the girls who get the, the starlight in, in the games, you know, they work their absolute tails off. They're out there for a reason. And then, you know, you got my other girls um, that they work their tails off too, right? That they're, we're good because they, they give their best effort every time too. So it's just fun to see them mature and to, to grow and, and to be being good people too, is, is we, you know, we always talk about, we want to be good basketball players, but we want to be good people. And, they just they're just an amazing group to work with i'm super uh blessed to be here and just to get a chance to work with them every day is just phenomenal jay as always you're gracious with your time thank you very much and best of luck in the region one title against your rival in the, in the kinder vikings okay yeah thank you